0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All
1: game over. The Lakers come storming back in game four.
0: You just try to win one
2: game. That's what we did a few years ago against OKC. Let's shake
3: the run. Stewart by becoming only the 10th team to win while trailing three games to one.
4: I've been on the wrong side of 3-1 before. this whole we all have to play better.
2: Somebody has to win four times. That's why you play it out.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank.
5: Baby, this is where series gets spicy. The Warriors, they are on the brink, but they are not alone. The MVP shocked the Celtics in Boston to take a 3-2 lead, headed back to Philadelphia. And then in the West, Nikola Jokic, he was dominant again. The Suns also facing elimination. But we're starting with a huge Game 5 in the Bay Area tonight. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. We have Kendrick Perkins in the building. Ramona Shelburne is here with us. Yeah. the one and only richard jefferson only.
4: it's a big wednesday it's a
5: big wednesday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a big, when, it's wednesday. a big wednesday when you're yeah. here uh let's let's talk about this let's dive into this game because it's enormous we can't really overstate this we were so hyped for this series and it could all come to an end tonight but richard you've been on the flip side of this mm-hmm. you've been on a team that was down 3-1 why is it so important that the starters don't rest that the lakers close this out tonight oh
6: my god i i love us when we have these conversations It's important because, again, the way the Lakers are playing, they do have a chance like they 100%. You don't you don't want to go into anything being like we have multiple opportunities to win one game. That is the complete opposite of the mindset that you want. Cuz even if you lose a game, let's say the Warriors are the Warriors win, it's a close one. You could still leave a game with confidence. You can leave a game feeling that you learned something that you gained something and prepare yourself for the next game. But don't ever go in there with thinking that we have bullets to waste. That is the absolute worst idea.
4: I agree. And when you think about the Lakers, they're two stars LeBron James, 38 years old, mm-hmm. year 20, AD is 30, right? But he he has a body of a 50-year-old, <laughs> and so you actually need rest. So if I'm if I'm looking at this series with Denver and the Suns, I'm hoping that it goes seven. The more days rest I get, the better for my two superstars. If I'm the Lakers, I'm approaching this as a must-win situation. Every day matters, in, in my opinion, when it comes down to AD and Braun and as much rest as they could get as possible.
5: Right, because when you look at Golden State, even, they went to seven games last year. As you look at them now a couple of times, it's like, okay, is this catching up? Oh, is there any fatigue that's weighing in
6: here? Well, yeah, even when we were fortunate to beat them in 16, they had a much lo- harder route to get yep, there. Right. They were down 3-1, had to go 2-7 beat OKC that takes it out of you so Mm -hmm. as the series progressed in 2016 it was they came out swinging they got but as the series progressed they started to wear down Andre Iguodala got hurt Andrew Boga got hurt people were banged up so it's really just about like get it done as quickly as possible if it takes you know, six, fine, if it takes – but get it done as quickly as possible.
5: Well, and that's what LeBron was saying. You can never be comfortable against a Golden no. State Warriors team. And one thing that I think back to is the, the famous speech that LeBron gave, gave your team when he said, oh, they've lost it oh, this is when we can see a sliver of daylight. We can take advantage of this here. But the good news for the Lakers, right? Take a look at this. LeBron James, he's 31-0 in playoff series when he has a two-game lead. Ooh. Guess who the only player is with a better record? Oh,
7: yeah.
6: <laughs> it, it's Kareem. <laughs> look at Magic. <laughs> well, that him in something this year, didn't he? A lot of Lakers. There's a lot of Lakers on There's a lot of Lakers greatness on that. There. <laughs> a
5: lot of Lakers Ramona, there. we no were Celtics both perfect. across the street, yep. though, for this game <laughs> four. And at least to me, it didn't quite seem
7: like the Warriors were done. No no like I, I waited in that locker room a long time cuz i wanted to hear from clay thompson and draymond green and steph curry and those three lockers are right together and they took a long time coming out and clay thompson basically went back in the in the back of the locker room and watched to the end of the game. He went and watched all those plays down the end and came out and said, you know what? I probably rushed a few of those shots. I wish I had some of those back. He owned it publicly. He, and, and then he came over to Draymond Green and said, you know, I didn't like that foul that they called on you, like the moving screen. Like, that was not a defeated locker room. That was, we beat ourselves. They had a chance to win. They beat our, they beat themselves with some shots that they should not have taken. Clay was trying to do something big. It didn't work out. But if you listen to Draymond Green's podcast, which he comes out, it's like every day he comes out with a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. He he said we lost this one. We we played really well until the last two minutes, and then they made some very poor decisions. Right. So I've been in bad locker rooms where you look at the other team and you go, Oh man, I don't know how we're gonna beat them. They're too they're too good. That Warriors locker room felt like. They beat themselves, and they're going home for Game 5. Well, and they, they was lying.
4: Like they was, was lying, and the truth wasn't nowhere near them. Because if they really wanted to mash the gas when they went up by double figures, they should have took advantage of that in the third quarter. Instead, hmm. the Lakers walked that down. Now, Momo, I would, I would be optimistic about what you're saying if yeah. it was coming from any other body, any other person besides Clay and Draymond because I'm worried, right, about Mm -hmm. Jordan Poole, his relationship with Steve Kerr. I'm also worried about, is you gonna use Jonathan Kaminga in this series? No, probably not. No, no, and they should And they should but okay, cool, but Steve Kerr don't trust him. But one thing we do know is that Jordan Poole was huge for them last yeah. season. Matter of fact, they don't win a championship without his play. So you gotta find a way is he bought in. Like we we really don't know. And although Steph, Clay, and Draymond are bought in and ready and probably ready for tonight, are the others hmm. ready for tonight?
7: Now well that, that matters. matters. Yeah. It matters because Everything about the, like these Warriors, you can't go deep into series. You can't go seven games. You can't go six games, seven games in a series, and not have a bench. It has to be all Steph Curry. Like in those in those finals that you guys won, Rich. Like it felt like LeBron had to do human, superhuman things. Mm-hmm. In this series, it felt like Stephs had to do superhuman things. Mm-hmm. And all the talk going into the series is, is this the last dance? It might be. Like it might be the la- if this team, d- how things end. Matters like how if they lose tonight and if they go out in a bad way, that matters. Now, I've been around this team a lot, I don't think it's the last dance, just I think they have a hope, a hopefulness about them that they can keep Draymond Green in the, right. in the fold long term, that Clay Thompson's there at least next year, that this isn't the last dance, that maybe it's maybe it's next year or the year after that, but the way they lose if they lose matters to the way you think about this team going forward well
5: and it, it might be you can see some key contracts here Ooh. a little bit naive right as our bobby marks has spelled out to think that draymond green his days with the warriors are done because yeah he can decline his player option but the long-term places that have the cap space to actually sign and we're talking about detroit indiana houston oklahoma city orlando san antonio yep. those types of teams that's a conversation for another day but at very at the very least right the Season is on the line, so Richard, let's head to the court here. How can the Warriors extend this series? What's the key to Game Six? Kavala
4: only getting paid seven and a half
6: million. <laughs> you should That's make a comeback. Come here, I'm gonna show you guys. Come here really <laughs> quickly. <laughs> We've seen. You need Yeah, I need you. Okay. I need right, you. Cool. I need he just you.
5: Just wanted you to say that.
6: I, I didn't want to say it. Where's my basketball at? Now, look. Now, now watch this. This is what Steph Curry is having to do. He's having to dribble up, initiate the offense. Why is he having to do that? Because he's got to get Anthony Davis out of the paint. People have talked about what Anthony Davis has done in the paint, the defense, everything. It becomes so difficult for Steph. Steph has to work so much harder. Now, look. We got the court. We got our guys. Now, look. Big perk going to be Anthony Davis, right? So, you're going to be there. For, come here, Come here. Come here. Come here. This is the problem. You're going to come up. You're going to come up and set a screen. Now, when you come up, this, this is Steph. Steph's got to bring it all the way up. Steph's got to bring it all the way up. This is big, ugly Anthony Davis, right? Big, ugly. <laughs> just an ugly, big defender, long arm, just disgusting looking. You want to get him away from the rim because he dominates the rim. Yeah. And so, look. Now, watch this. On the roll. On the roll. This is what Steph is having to do. So, Steph is having to get off of the ball. And so, now, look swing it he's got layup or he's got jump shot and a second drive if they wanted it the only problem is this Steph is having to initiate the offense he had 14 assists with Jordan Poole making nothing with Klay Thompson making nothing no contributions there so Steph has to not only score 30 or 50 like he did in game seven but he's also having to initiate it he was outstanding triple double in last game but you don't want Steph doing this let me see that ball you don't want Steph doing this. You want Steph catching the ball and shooting. But the only way for the Warriors to get Anthony Davis out of the paint is to make Steph, because you can't be in a drop coverage on Steph. That's that's that's. See you next year if you do that. So they got to get him away from the paint. But that causes so much more for Steph. When you look at his dribble numbers, when you look at his pick and roll numbers, when you look at all all of the usage, I want you guys to look at this. 48 on ball screens as a ball handler. That's the most in a playoff game since two. 2017. He brought the ball up 55 times. That, you know how many playoff games these guys have played? That's the most under Steve Kerr. 579 dribbles. That is how hard Steph is having to work right now. And the Warriors are doing a great job with it. I just don't know if that's going to be sustained over the next three games. It wouldn't be that bad if Jordan Poole was hitting shots, if Klay Thompson was hitting shots. But if Steph is on that ball, you got to have shot makers off of it or else he's got to work to create for everyone else and he's got to work to create for himself. That's just not a, good, that's not a good example. We'll clip off this, send it to Steve Kerr, and see if the Warriors can get it done tonight him. I texted in game five. On. Still to come on NBA Day. <laughs> I honestly was
5: do far. not he
8: blame
5: him. <laughs> uh, the last two MVPs, they were balling last night. Both only one win away from the conference finals. Oh, Could goodness. Embiid and Jokic meet in the finals? How wild would that I'd be? I'd be down for that. Plus, the Warriors, they aren't the only ones fighting for their playoff lives tonight. Can the Knicks extend the series, or are the Heat going to advance, big perk? Plus, it's that time. Get your phones out. Richard, you got your Pixel? Get it Uh, out.
6: Yeah, I got my Pixel. It's ready. Take a photo.
5: Let us know who do you think has a better chance to overcome a 3-1 deficit. Can the Warriors or the Knicks win three in a row? NBA Today will be back after this. We will reveal the results later on in the show.
0: Will we? Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team.
3: must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details
1: NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank rooted in communities big and small
5: let's check in on the Suns and the Denver Nuggets I mean this is stay petty so you don't have to get petty and squash it all handing the ball to Suns owner Matt Ishbia but let's pick this one up late in the second quarter. I mean get to a big man that can do that big perk.
4: I mean, stroking it from deep and just doing everything. Look, look at wow. these dog.
6: Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. okay, let me take it. Let me take it from here. Let me take him from here. This is what I'm going to say Jokic. You okay, Perk? You okay, big guy? Great Nuggets fans, we're trying to show highlights. Perk got to get it
5: <laughs> <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. Loms it back Wrecky up, Wrecky. gets it back. Nikola Jokic <laughs> doing it all for this Denver team, putting this team on his back. And then the next possession here, Aaron Gordon comes away with the rebound, keeping an eye on DeAndre Ayton. Run on the floor. Still gets it to go.
6: That's what the big fella do. I didn't know he had them type of wheels. No, this is what I'm saying. Look, we was having a conversation off camera, not me and Perk, but somebody I respect. And we were (laughs) uh, saying, I think Jokic is a top seven center of all time right now. When you watch how he dismantles teams on offensive ends, the way he creates, there is no answer to him on the offensive end. Zero answer to Jokic on the offensive end. It is impressive, but look, when you get support like that off your bench, it doesn't matter if it's Landry Schammett one game, Rui Hachimori one game, it doesn't matter if if it's Bruce Brown one game. You need high-level support off your bench. The Denver Nuggets got it at home. That's an exclamation mark there. Jokic finished with
5: 29 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists. The Nuggets get the win, 118-102. Take a listen to Michael Malone after the game.
1: Cole with 29 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. Yes,
4: job, this basketball game is the most triple-doubles in playoff history for a center. Cole's not even clapping. We got one more game to win. We're not even close to being done. So bring it in, fellas. Come on.
5: Nikola Jokic I mean he's the second player in NBA history with 300 points 100 rebounds 75 assists through his first 10 games of a postseason season joining Oscar Robertson right and he's the first player in postseason history to average 30 points 10 rebounds 9 assists through his first 10 games of a postseason so I, I mean are the Nuggets the most complete team left
6: yes yes yeah.
4: No, they not. They have a few complete teams. Like it, it, she
6: asked, who the most complete team is. I I, I just
4: can't agree with that. I believe okay. the Lakers have a complete team. I believe that the Celtics and Philly both have complete teams. I mean, what is your definition of a complete team?
6: I, I think a team that has look. Look again. We're splitting hairs here. I I understand. i <laughs> are not splitting not hairs. hairs ever. <laughs> are you okay can we we, go ahead rich like i was saying before the round mound over here started interrupting me (laughs) what i'm trying to express is this the denver nuggets are playing the best basketball that they should be playing right now against a very good phoenix team that's got two high tier stars the issue right now with the rest of the team they're not playing great boston's not playing great the lakers are playing well lakers are playing well but when you look at depth when you look at multiple shooting they got lots of shooting that's what the denver nuggets have been beating the phoenix suns with they have depth off their bench they have multiple players and mo at, at multiple positions i understand we're talking about the teams in the postseason so everyone's very complete but when i look at the team that was the number one seed from december on And the way they have played in the postseason, to me, that is the most complete team that is playing the best basketball. And look, Caesars agrees with me. Well, on the other side of things, though, we have the Suns
5: on the brink of elimination. Do they have enough, Richard, to get it done? Do the Suns? Yeah. I
6: I think they have enough to get one more game. I don't know if they have enough to get this series done. But just because when you look at on the road, and and we talked about role players play better at home. Well, no one really showed up terrence ross had a couple of plays there late in the fourth where he hit a couple of threes but they weren't getting any production they weren't getting the same production they got in game 3 and 4 from from you know uh warren and sham they weren't getting that production and if if the, if the Suns win in game six, game seven, I would look for that trend to continue and say that in that elevation, when you've got to play 45-plus minutes, that's hard on Devin Booker. That's hard on Kevin Durant because you don't get a break, you don't have help, and you're playing at elevation.
4: Well, I, I believe Kevin Durant has to play better and help Devin Booker out, but is that Kool-Aid y'all drinking in y'all? 'Cause you know I spy everything. I spy everything, and I've been spying Kool-Aid. Somebody heart pumping Kool-Aid, okay? Who's, who's yeah, heart I spy fear. Ooh. Here you go. New segment coming in play. I spy. I'm Kendrick Perkins, better known as Big Perk, and nothing gets past me. Freeze! Just when you thought it did get past me, there I am. I spy a problem. I spy it all. Carry the hell on. Perk, yeah, perk the perk. I'm just saying, when I'm sitting down and I'm watching these games, I'm watching everything. I'm watching details and I spy problem. I spy fear. I see a guy at heart that's pumping Kool-Aid and DeAndre Ayton, and the one thing is that the film don't lie. Let's run it. Why are you yelling at the screen? I got to, here we go right here. We know that, that this pin down is happening. Look at the effort, no physicality, but watch the coaches over there mad. You see that they mad because they didn't win over it. Here it is, athletic DeAndre Ayton, Jokic that can't do a calf raise. How does he beat you down the floor? That is effort, okay? Here's the field part of it. You're guarding the best player on the floor. KD has Aaron Gordon. Why are you coming with a semi hip to leave Jokic, who just torched you for 50 to give up damn one? Check out KD body language. He, he's disgusted. I spy, <laughs> I see it. I see everything. Nothing gets past me when it comes down to the postseason.
6: I like, I like i, spy. I li- I'm a Look, fan of this. I will. I, I like. Yeah, go seg- ahead, oh, okay. I like the segment purely for the open. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> open alone, you hiding behind them little bushes like nobody <laughs> you can see. Out to producer <laughs> Jerry. <Jared. laughs> <laughs> can know I what? try this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay,
5: you know, let me I see if I got this. You wear
4: those damn loafers.
5: What's wrong with okay. my loafers? I spy some what, loafers. What's on my loafers? You know what else? Oh, perk. You see it? I spy Embiid. I spy Embiid in the 76ers. They are one win away from knocking off the Celtics and advancing to the conference finals for the first time since 2001. Tim Legler breaks down how they shocked the world last night. How'd I do with my eye spot? You
4: did great. Right. Oh, thank you.
5: Plus, we head to the <laughs> Big Apple to check in on the Knicks, hear what they had to say ahead of their elimination game tonight against the Red Hot Heat and the Warriors, they are back in the bay for Game 5. Our panel, they make their picks on whether Steph can extend this series.
6: Man, we got a great show.
4: (laughs) Did you vote yet, Perk?
6: You know about the vote vote right
4: now
5: which team that is trailing 3 to 1 is more likely to win their series is it the Warriors is it the knicks I see Kendrick Perkins the, voting but I want to know what mul- the folks at <laughs> home are none? saying. Can you
6: vote multiple times <laughs> on multiple devices? On multiple? I, I got lots of devices. We'll be right back. <laughs>
3: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: It's game five in a series tied at two. Around the screen,
3: three
2: minutes, he buries it.
4: This is exactly the start that Philadelphia wanted. He oh, puts it
1: down. He is lighting it up. Every time the Celtics have had a bit of a spurt, they don't have his answer. Joel Embiid, 32 for the MVP. And the 76ers get a win for the second time in the series on the road. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank.
5: Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Okay. I kind of forgot that I'm wearing I can't. A sunglasses <laughs> inside is not. That's not it. Let's uh, grab some clam chowder and head to Boston because Joel Embiid, he was doing MVP things Ooh, for the 76ers last night, Perk.
4: On both ends of the floor. That, that was the impressive part about it. But come here, Al Horford. Huh. Nice look. I ain't going to even say it. Nice rhythm right there. Here we go. Big boy inside. I don't understand. Why uh, Joe Missoula is not playing this too big lineup. Like, you have to going against this monster.
5: Well, then, in the fourth quarter, the Sixers up 14 at this point. Embiid, he's left wide open, hits the three. And, I mean, he's like, yeah, this is me. This is my house. Is anyone
4: going to guard me? But but can we credit James Harden? I thought he did a great job of actually playing the point guard position. Get down out of here. You
5: know, that actually. Those
4: backstops are under. I was a little scared when he went down there. Those backstops are under. (laughs) I was like.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Bro. It reminded me of something. Oh! No. oh Richard wow. Jefferson. Remember those days? 2004? Oh, there at Here we go. I'll you, time and it I all ended up being a left oh, oh, yeah.
6: No, had the duck, too.
4: Oh, oh, look at the emotion. We hyped. Yeah, you still got the <laughs> yeah. That's what he does yeah.
5: after shows, too. Ooh, look at me. Let me duck. When he has a really great breakdown, that's how you walk oh, out of I here. I get hyped,
6: man. <laughs> one I, more look at this. I, I love a good chase down block. Very few of us can do it. Monster
5: block from Joel Embiid. Boston loses to Philadelphia 115-103.
4: I don't care. I, I, I honestly don't care. We, we still gotta, you know, gotta get one more win. And then, obviously... You going home so you're gonna have a lot of you know energy the crowd uh and i would imagine everybody plays better at home too so uh i do play better at home that
6: was the first game of the playoffs that we didn't play well in my opinion and so we can't lose our perspective but we played really good basketball um and that was our first really really bad game of the playoffs and so it doesn't come at necessarily the best time uh, but we just have to shift our perspective and get ready for the next game
4: we've got boo before Um, So, it's, it's not anything new. It didn't play well today. You know, fans could see it, you guys saw it, and you know that.
5: So you heard what Joel Embiid said. We still have to get one more game. And this has been a tough spot for Doc Rivers in his coaching career. 17-31 and 31 with an opportunity to clinch a playoff series. The most losses by any coach all time. But let's see if this year can be the year that they flip the script. But Ramona, you were in touch with the Celtics. Yeah. What, what's sort of the mood around Boston, that locker room right now? You know,
7: Jason Tatum basically said to me, because this is the first time all playoffs that we just didn't have it. And it, they've been here before, though. Like, last year, do you remember? Okay, I know. Yeah,
6: I no, not you, not you Ramona. They
7: have been here before. Do you remember last year against Milwaukee?
6: Yeah, I also remember. The do you first, remember against I'm, Miami? I remember the first round against Atlanta. I felt like they they laid. But well, what in did they too. do last year? Yeah, they go came in, back to go win. Go in against six and seven. Yeah, against the Boston team. And they go win six and team. seven against did, Miami. I, I'm not disputing any of that. I'm not saying the Boston Celtics are out.
7: So here's here, a Perk. I understand what you're saying. I, I the two big lineup is something they did last year, and it worked really well. And especially against a guy like this, they sort of traded offense for defense. Right? They've, they've they've gone with a better offensive lineup, and they shoot a lot of threes, and they're just going to keep doing it. But the, at this point, when Joel Embiid is doing whatever he wants out there, you have to think about maybe a zone, maybe the too big lineup, some kind of defensive adjustment so that they're just not – getting whatever they want.
6: No, I'm going to add to Perk's point because this is the thing. If you play the two big lineups, the first thing is like, okay, well, who are they going to guard? P.J. Tucker has shot two shots in yeah. the last like eight years. So you can have one on P.J., you can have one on Joel, and if there's a switch needed, then you can yeah. have, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, they, the Philly is playing guys yeah. that would allow them to go to that, that lineup. That, that And all I'm going to say is that, Philly has gone with more of a defensive lineup from the standpoint if you're playing PJ Tucker that many minutes, you're obviously gonna get yeah. a limited amount of offensive production. Then PJ has to now box out, you know, a guy like Robert Williams. He's gotta do so that is a very difficult task. And so I just think giving that double big line that double big lineup would be a good idea.
4: You know what's crazy is that they're substituting offense for defense, but last year defense is the reason that they got to the finals. Like what are we talking about now? When we talk about depth at the wing position and defending Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams, like, when we talk about complete team, especially on the defensive side of things, I don't understand the logic behind that. Like, the Celtics have become a live-by-the-three, die-by-the-three team. Yeah. And I really don't understand that. When you have two athletic wings in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they could get downhill at will. I don't I – like, if you have Robert Williams in, even on the offensive end, and you're running high, pick, and roll – he is so much of a lob threat at the, at the basket. It's going to open up threes for everybody else anyway because you have to get sucked in for us with the defense because guys got to pay attention. Otherwise, it's going to be a layup for the guy that's in the pick and roll or it's going to be a lob for Rob Williams or threes getting sprayed out to the corner. We
5: saw a sample size of that, the live by the three, die by the three in, in the regular yeah. season in December. That's when they really started struggling.
7: Yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum is getting into the lane every single time. He's able to get in there, but, Joel, Joel Embiid comes to help, and then the the right play is to kick it out for three. That's predictable at this point now. I mean, that's that's the way the offense is set well, up is to just drive and kick, drive and kick. Jason can t- Jason can score that ball.
4: I know he can, but 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 who is Jay Who is Joel Embiid guarding at the moment? He's guarding Al Horford. Right. Now, if you're gonna rely on a uh, 37, 38 year old Al Horford. To take you home and do That's what right. he did, I believe, in, what was it, game, game three? One. Game, game, one game one of the finals. Yeah. No, but I'm saying this series, he has had some some great shooting moments. That's unfair to him. And then all of a sudden, you're taken away from yep. Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. You're taken away from him. How you.
5: confident are you feeling right now in, in the Celtics, Burke? I, I'm not. Well, here's the
1: thing. There's. Like well, yeah, I'm
5: not. So far beyond <laughs> just this series that the Celtics have to, to grapple with. I do want to bring Bobby Marks into this conversation because all NBA teams, right. They're about to be released and there's some this heavy thing. implications for the Celtics and Jalen Brown, right. Can you walk us through how these results can impact the future for Boston and for Brown?
8: Yeah. How about how does five years, $295 million sound Ooh. Malika Jalen Brown. If he earns all NBA Thursday night, he would be eligible to sign the largest contract in NBA history this off season here for brown and it's and it goes to next off season too How about his teammate Jason Tatum? If Jason Tatum earns All-NBA this offseason, five years, $318 million. So you're looking at two players potentially earning more than $600 million in near future. And a couple ground rules real quick, Malika. There's been 11 players who have earned Supermax criteria. Mm -hmm. All 11 have signed the Supermax. If you are traded, The Supermax does not carry with you to your new team. That Mm. becomes voided here. So you are looking at some big decisions for this Boston team this offseason.
5: Bobby, real quick, because I do, Perk's making all sorts of faces, and I do want to get his reaction to this. But is this a situation, if you have so, that kind of money tied up with these two guys, what what options does that leave Boston in terms of filling out their team? Because we've seen, right, these top-heavy teams where it hasn't really panned out.
8: Well, the options are you're basically going, you're forced to retain your own player. So when you're looking at a player like Derek White, who's extension eligible, Marcus Smart still has a few more years left on his contract. Al Horford um, it has a few more years. Uh, Robert Williams, you, you still have your draft pick starting in 2024. The, the, out, the, the What you can't do is you can't go out and sign a player to your you know, tax middle level exception. It makes it harder to add outside of your own players here. So if Boston's comfortable who this roster is, then yes, you can commit $600 million to these two players. Bobby, I have a question, right?
4: So if Jalen Brown makes an all-NBA team, he is he an unrestricted free agent this offseason? Restricted free agent? How did it work for us, him being able to go out and sign with another team.
8: Yeah, so if if Brown goes out and let's say he doesn't, let's say if he earns all NBA and he doesn't sign the extension, which would be unlikely, um, he would be an unrestricted free agent. If he doesn't earn it, let's say, let's play devil's advocate there, then he can go out and sign a, uh, you know, a four-year deal with another team. Basically, it's, Five years, 255 with Boston next offseason compared to four years, $210 million with another team here. So, yes, without an extension, Brown is an unrestricted free agent next Hmm. offseason. You're talking about many,
5: many tens of millions difference that is on the line here. So, So, again, all NBA teams come out tonight. Bobby, who's another player that fans maybe should be keeping tabs on with this announcement?
8: Yeah, John Morant in Memphis signed a five-year $194 million rookie max extension last offseason. If Morant earns All-NBA first, second, or third team, five years, $233 million. You're looking at a 30, $39 million swing in favor, or maybe not, for John Morant.
5: Very interesting, and John Morant is one that is on the cusp. It is so hard to get in, particularly as a guard on an All-NBA team, especially this season.
6: I don't know. I think he should be all NBA. I think Jalen
7: Brown gets it. I don't know about John. Does Mark. he
5: get in as a forward, though? Or is there, this is a
7: conversation. I know. <laughs> I I do. These I are do. the I conversations voted. I think Jalen's going to get. It. All of I us are it.
5: having. Bobby Marks, thank you so much for stopping by, for making us yep. smarter, for explaining all of this to us. Again, all NBA announcements, they are coming out tonight in a matter of Ooh. hours. Still to come, though, on NBA Today. Have you voted yet? Who is more likely to come back? trailing three to one is it the warriors is it the knicks Stephen a already voted for the knicks have you voted we will reveal the results at the end of the show and speaking of the knicks coming up on our show jalen brunson he spoke today about new york's confidence heading into tonight's elimination game in the garden that's coming up next you're going to want to hear from him we'll be right back
4: the true leader right there.
3: The determination and the discipline you build around it. As you try to break through, exceed expectations and push forward. We are a people of hope. You change the future, you change the past. The process leads us to this point, the playoffs. Let's get nuts. Where every possession and choice matters. Because the moment goes by in a flash.
5: The Heat and the Knicks, they are back in New York for Game 5 tonight. Miami looks to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the third time in the last four years. So take a listen to Jalen Brunson on the Knicks' confidence level as they face elimination.
4: It's definitely a hole that we need to dig ourselves out of. and um, But we can't really focus on uh, games uh, six or seven. We've got to focus on the first quarter of Game 5 and then move on from there and continue to get better and um, continue to stick together. And that, that's all we got right now. All we got to do is keep our confidence, uh, stick together, and just keep moving forward. And um, that's, that's all we really have right now. That's all we have to focus on. And um, we have a great group of guys who can do that.
5: So for more on New York's approach as they face elimination tonight, bringing in our Knicks reporter, Nick Friedell. So, Nick, we just heard Jalen Brunson. He talked about maintaining their confidence. But let's talk about reality. What actually is what this team is thinking, talking about as they head into this game tonight?
1: Malika, Jalen Brunson just took a page straight out of Tibbs' playbook. And he is the ultimate player that Tibbs loves, and he loves that mindset. But I'm here to tell you that the reality is in that locker room, the confidence has eroded Mm. over the last week because Miami is beating the Knicks at their own game. When you hear Julius Randle say the other night, Maybe they just want it a little bit more than we do. Right. That is a huge red flag. This Knicks team, Malika, a Tibbs team, gave up seven offensive rebounds Mm. in the fourth quarter alone. They are not making the hustle plays. The Knicks are tough. The Heat are a little bit tougher. The Knicks are physical. The Heat are a little bit more physical. The Knicks believe that they can still turn this around maybe tonight. But that confidence that was there, the swagger that this team had after they beat the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell in five games, that is gone right now because Miami has knocked it out of them.
5: I want to bring Perk and Richard into this conversation because, Richard, the other day you were sort of saying, well, maybe what Julius Randle was doing was sort of rallying his team, challenging his team, saying, well, maybe they want it more, as in we need to want it a little bit more. What can the Knicks do tonight to save their season here?
6: Well, again, the reason why I was more talking about the context, sometimes right. you see that that quote in that statement and that's what gets cut. So you don't understand the context around it. I I think sometimes when you're looking at players, it's not defeat. That's me, and I'm not disagreeing um, with what Nick is saying. What I'm saying is that players sometimes have to have that moment of like, how bad do I really want it? How bad do we all really want it? Everyone has that. It doesn't matter if you're down 3-0, if you're up 3-0. How bad do we want to close out a team? How bad do we want to extend our season? You're constantly having that internal dialogue. So when I'm looking at the Knicks, look, note quickly, that that hurts, right? You have Brunson, who's probably not 100%. You have Randall, who's probably not 100% with those ankles because it takes weeks to recover from those things. There's no excuses. Miami Heat are dealing with things also, my only thing with the Knicks is that you bullied the Cavs and you can't bully the Heat. Hmm. So, what I'm saying is, like, what else do you have in your game other than bully ball? You got to show me some basketball IQ, you got to show me some grit, you got to show me some perseverance, and it starts in the garden. I still personally think the Knicks win. I think they win this, and then it goes to game six, and then we see. I, I, I'm with you, and I believe that Julius Randle
4: it's unfair to blame this all on him and a lot of people been blaming it on him not us but like, it's on Tom Thibodeau to put him in position to be successful as well. And I just feel like this too big lineup with him and Mitchell Robinson on the floor is not helping the Knicks because they have no space to operate. Mm. And that's why the Heat are able to load up. That's why you see Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry taking charges. And my thing is, move Julius Randle to the five, make him set screens, make him roll to the basket, make him create mismatches where you have a small ball a person and punch it into him and make him go to work down low. That's how you put him in position. Not him trying to attack from the perimeter and drive into the lane all out of control. That's not going to happen.
5: Nick, you know Tom Thibodeau incredibly well. You've been covering him and his teams for many, many years. What do you expect from this Knicks team tonight?
1: They're going to lay it all out there, Malika. I'm with Perk and RJ in that Jalen Brunson's not gonna roll over. Julius Randle is an extremely proud guy. The difference to me watching the way this series has unfolded is that the Knicks have lost the mental edge. Not only are they getting beat on these hustle plays, but they're getting beat in the end in a lot of these games by Jimmy Butler or the space that Jimmy creates for the rest of his teammates. The Knicks don't have a Jimmy. He has taken this team and made the Heat believe they're going to win every time they're out there. The Knicks don't have an answer hmm. to that.
5: Well, I, I keep thinking back to a conversation I had with Tom Thibodeau a couple of days ago when I was down in, in South Beach ahead of their Game 3, and he said... You know the thing with Jalen Brunson? No moment, no stage is too big for that man, and that's going to be tested tonight tonight. as they face elimination. That's right, Perk. Nick, enjoy the game. We will see you back here soon on NBA Today, though we continue our show by asking the question that we have been asking since... 47 minutes ago. (laughs) Who is more likely to come back from a 3-1 deficit? The Warriors or the Knicks? You let us know. Still coming up, though, the MVP. I mean, he showed exactly why he deserved the award. Tim Legler, he breaks down how Embiid and Harden got it done last night. It's fantastic tape that you're going to want to see. We'll be right back.
6: Leg's been working extra.
5: I know. Awesome.
1: You're watching NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank.
5: The NBA playoffs continue on ESPN and the app tomorrow night. Two game sixes. We have the Celtics, the Sixers, and then the Suns and the Nuggets. The countdown crew tips off our coverage at 7 Eastern. Here's Tim Legler on how Embiid and Philly is one win away from their first conference finals trip since 2001.
6: Before I was in the league.
2: Well, Malika, look, the two-man game is everything for Philly right now, and Joel Embiid has been dominant in it. Let's talk about how they get into it and some of the things Boston is doing defensively that's helping Philadelphia have so much success because that's really what this – is about for the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid, James Harden, two-man game. Here's a good example first. Embiid you're gonna see circle back as soon as he crosses half court. Now, keep in mind, none of this is really possible if James Harden has not established himself as a dominant scoring threat in this series because as he comes off, you now have no choice if you're Boston. You've gotta react to that with the guy guarding Embiid. This is Al Horford. He's gotta sink back in here. And by doing that, you're gonna see the space that is, is cleared in the middle of the floor. In addition, keep an eye on these two weak side defenders and and understand why they don't come and offer more help in this situation. So here's Harden. He gets downhill, occupying two defenders here, and Bede is now going to slip into this space on the floor. And then look at the weak side. You would think, well, why don't they just make P.J. Tucker, the guy in the corner here, to just have wide open shots all night, and now you can maybe get a stunt over from Jalen Brown, leaving Jason Tatum, you know, to play both guys with a primary focus here on the, on the true shooter and leave Tucker if you have to. Well, the reason is because of a wrinkle the Sixers have put in, which is allowing P.J. Tucker to run the baseline. He's not just standing in the corner anymore, and that's going to force now Tatum to have to worry about that, which means Jalen Brown has to stay home. And look what I just did. I created all of this space in the middle of the floor for Joel Embiid. He operates it, goes up in a comfort zone, knocks it down. Another example, again, starts with the ball screen and James Harden coming off, and he's going to come hard here and get downhill. And the guy he's trying to engage is right here. You want a reaction? Dropping to the paint out of the defender on Joel Embiid, Robert Williams. That's exactly what he gets. Harden occupies. This ball is going to come back now to Joel Embiid after Harden has done his job occupying three people. Watch Embiid. Catch it here, but close the space down with his last step to make this a more makeable shot. And then the last part. Up, down, jab, up, down, hands drop, go up, knock the shot down. The patience of Joel Embiid and the versatility in his game is what's different. Why he's not just a dominant player, he's an MVP, and he showed up in an MVP kind of way to get the Sixers one game from advancing.
5: So good legs. Thank you so if the Sixers close out the Celtics they would face the winner of heat Nick so who's more likely to come back from the 3 1 hole is it the Warriors is it the Knicks? it's your last chance. Get your phone out let us know we're going to reveal the results when we return in 60 seconds.
1: NBA today is presented by PNC bank rooted in communities big and small.
5: So, we're about three and a half hours away from some more playoff basketball. We asked you at home to vote who is more likely to come back from a 3 1 deficit, the Knicks or the Warriors? Well, the results are in 75%
6: say Golden State is more likely. Hey, no, see, I told you, I see, I told you the fans weren't stupid, Perk. Perk's been up here talking about how stupid all the fans are at home. I actually agree with them. I agree with them. I think there's a better you just chance said that
4: the I- Knicks. You just said the Knicks no. still got a
6: chance. I said they got a chance they yeah, have a, to win a game. A t-
5: yeah, 25% of folks say that they have a chance to come back. 75% say the Warriors do. Yeah. But let's take a look at how likely this actually is to happen. 13 teams have blown a 3 1 lead all time. So here's some examples Ooh. Ooh. of this.
4: I've got P.J. Brown. Yeah, the Brown. They
5: had a 3 1 lead against the Heat. That was in the 97 conference semis. The Heat, they came back to win the last three games with two of those by double digits and then in 2016 of course the western conference finals the warriors the thunder okc went up 3-1 winning two of those games by 20 points but then curry and thompson they, they have never
6: traded me the warriors back
5: into this series they
6: knew what they was doing yeah, yeah they exactly and
5: then golden state got a taste of their own medicine <laughs> Richard jefferson
6: mm. yeah they got a taste of lebron that was it we everybody else was just we're just filling in. Well, Kyrie was killing. Kyrie was killing. LeBron, we follow those two you big play guys. Some, you played some great, meaningful you, you, minutes in, that, in throughout the course of that. I, I appreciate that, coming from yeah. a ball player like you that, that can respect <laughs> someone doing their role well at 38 years old. I, I, I'm just... I've, how, how did that flip? Like, I'm giving you, <laughs> I
5: don't, have you... Have you seen this, though? What? Seen what? It, it's a long shot to come back from a 3-1 deficit. There was a video that was posted before the Warriors-Lakers series oh. even started of this dog predicting who was going to win. So the Lakers take game one, Warriors take game two, uh, Lakers take game three.
6: This is how Perk makes his pick. <laughs> 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 Lakers <laughs> take
5: game four. So then, wait a second, though. He's predicted... Up until this point, correctly, and now he's saying the Warriors are going to come back and win. What is nah, that? This um, is a Iranian? setup. Uh, oh, if, it's a if it's
6: not consecutive videos, if it's not consecutive videos, then I'm saying it's doctored. Well, this is coming from the TikTok king himself. Oh right. well, well, you know, yes, you're right. <laughs> that's that's pretty accurate. So now yeah, I get no problem. What we got? Oh, there you go. There you
4: go.
5: I've never <laughs> seen you looking better, Perk. I'm just saying, I have.
4: I'm just saying, look look, look at my babies. Are these your profile? Those are some look, No, do. that's not my profile picture. <laughs> but are these all yours? What, yeah, 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 I got a lot of them. I got a lot of them. Do you, what, you have a What, what in genetic yeah.
5: testing yeah. are you? What
4: in genetic
5: testing Perk, final thoughts on the Warriors and Lakers tonight. Yeah, I, got the, the, I, like...
4: I got the Warriors winning tonight. I, okay. I think they push it to game six and then they going home. They going home.
6: Ah uh, no! Look, look! I, I think the Warriors win tonight unless. But I'm not saying that with confidence. Are, no, I think the Warriors win tonight.
5: Okay, we have two votes. I'm gonna say that the Warriors are gonna force it back to Los Angeles,
6: and then we will see what happens. Us and at that Black point. Barbie will be back tomorrow. <laughs>
5: hey, on Wednesdays we were pink. Mean Girls told us this in 2004. Yes, we'll see it. you tomorrow. You we were nine. What were you seven? Three, <laughs> you three and oh four.